When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, we're back. Like an old hat. <laughs> what? Like an old hat. We're back. Back in the studio. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DMV Olympics podcast. Let's go. Let's go. Whatever. Look at guys. We're back in the studio, man. We're not in Vegas anymore. I feel incredible. You feel refreshed? <laughs> no, actually, I feel horrible. You feel terrible? If I'm being honest, like it feels like my body is full of rocks. Ooh. Really? It might be full of rocks. It probably is. I don't know what happened. That is a feeling I hope I never have. Uh, Well, I'll tell you what, man. So we got to watch a game yesterday. Um, I'm officially – here's my – I guess we can get to our takes here in a second. Let me introduce the panel. I got D-Line here. Uh, What's up, guys? Uh, I love Nuggets basketball. I hope to never watch another summer league game from the Nuggets. Tough break for me. Tough break. I do love summer league, but uh, it's – Difficult when you see the name of the squad you love so much on the front of something that is just so atrocious to yeah. build. This is like, you know, a Star Wars spinoff or something. You're a Star <laughs> yeah, Wars fan. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, but it's cool. It's seven hours. And you're like, I love Star Wars. I like the spinoffs. Well, yeah, but they're, they're, they're going to give me a 30-minute spinoff. Or just they're like, you're like, this show sucks. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, you're like, I mean. and they're like, it's Star Wars. Isn't but that cool? If, if it was a crummy Star Wars and it was like 45 yeah. minutes, you'd be like, whatever. I'll, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, no, it's it's forever long. Over here, look at uh, a man wearing a shirt that looks like it's his skin. It's Harrison Wind. <laughs> <laughs> Does he look naked on the broadcast he looks to you like guys? He, he it's looks like, like a white shirt. He looks exactly <laughs> like this is, exact, white shirt. this is exactly what Harrison looked like at uh, Stadium Swim. Um, I came to this show thinking the Nuggets only had one summer league game left. You told me they have two. <laughs> I think they do. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure they do. I think everybody gets Shit. a playoff game, and a playoff for them is just going to be consolation, it looks like. Um, Stadium Swim, by the way, very popular amongst our audience. They really enjoyed Stadium Swim. Really? For the scenery. Oh, there was very was, good scenery. Because they, they were like they were like hot ladies and stuff going on. Just walking around. I thought yeah. it was our well toned figures. <laughs> it wasn't. It, it was it. It wasn't watching us sweat <laughs> live on the internet. <laughs> Man, the last couple minutes of Stadium Swim were really rough. Hey, the last Kale, ten minutes. Kevin, why don't you pop your shirt off? Get behind us. Uh, give me the <laughs> <laughs> Just walk around back and forth a little bit. Try um, to get our. The thing I was going to say though about summer league is that nobody likes summer league more than me. Maybe Amin El Hassan, maybe Warren Legary, who makes a lot of money off of Summer League. Those two guys maybe like it more than me, but I'm third right there. But it is too long, man. It's too long. It's just too long. They, you go Friday, it's you're excited. Saturday, excited. Maybe a little hungover. Sunday, having a good time. Monday, Monday, it starts to die down, and that's when you get the real. You get a little yeah. bit more intimate. That's why I like to stay till Tuesday. Then you get home, and you're like, it's over. Summer League is over. No, it's halfway over. It's still going. And I'll say, even basketball junkies like myself. Watched the first game a second time. I felt great. Mm-hmm. Very excited. Yeah. Watched the second game. I was like, all right, some Easter eggs in there. Mm-hmm. Last night's rewatch, really a drag, You rewatched man. that game last I night? Rewatched. Bro, you've got to have something better I, to do. I don't. Got to. I don't. I wasn't able to make Come it. Come on. I wasn't able to make it through a watch. I fell asleep. <laughs> you didn't make it through a watch. That you was the roughest game I've sat through since the Nuggets lost to the Houston Rockets late last year. <laughs> <laughs> But it's really, to me, it's not. I mean, here's the thing. I always hear That's people, a lie. 
I mean, honestly, like, we, this is prospect watching. You know, like, yeah. this is like, we got to, like, try to learn these guys. You only get a little hint at what's yeah. going on, and you got to learn something. And one of the things, I said this on Locked On earlier today, but I'm going to repeat myself because I think it's an interesting point that... People talk about, oh, there's nothing you can get from Summer League, man. Throw it all out. It's just no, for I fun or this or that. that. Yeah. Well, first of all, every team sends every scout they have to Summer League to watch every team's player. Yeah. And all of Europe and all these other sub-league shows people up. really say that? Because I think there is there is something, too. Like, Christian Brown didn't make shots last year. And and I, what I think it is is that it's very, very difficult to extrapolate the correct information. Yeah, and it's very that. easy to take to over-index on small details. It's also very easy to sit on Twitter and say, none of this matters, so I'm not even paying <laughs> attention to my, it. That's my, the easiest thing my to thing, do. This is why I was just like so adamant at the idea that you can't possibly look at a box score when you're talking about Summer League. Like that, the, You want to talk about the noisiest stats on planet earth it's like this guy is a plus negative like what what are we talking about it's like you have to watch <laughs> but that can, part i'm going to disagree with last night the bench negative 15 yeah but like very <laughs> obvious negative 15 well but bench. i'm saying like what are you actually i'm, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about how, as it transfers to the next level which right, is ultimately right. the point of this thing like there are players that pop because they look like they belong they look better than everybody else yep. they look bigger stronger faster they look smarter than everybody else and you can pull that you can be like this guy is better. Right. He belongs mm-hmm. at least in an, to be given an opportunity to display it on the next level. And there's other guys you're like, this guy was dope in college but like, you know, okay. Yeah, but there's also skill sets that do pop to your For point. Sure. Like Cam Thomas pops and he popped in Summer League. but And he's actually not a bad uh, NBA player. He had some moments last year. But of course he pops. He's a shooter. He's quick. He's going to do those flashy things. And those things to me almost matter less. And this is why I rewatch him, Harrison. And you're right. Like It, it is a little excessive, uh, you know, but there is like on rewatch you get to watch the development of plays whereas you're really everybody is just watching the ball mostly and you're glancing at other things but you're watching the ball and following this and then when a play happens a player gets blocked or throws it out of bounds or this or that you can rewind it and say okay who's making the mistake and we all know that Jokic you know to go back to 2015 that was the thing with him. His numbers were like 11 points, right. 8 rebounds, 2 assists. Right. And you look back and go, was he a great passer? But when you watch the tape, he had so many great potential right. assists. <laughs> that didn't turn into throw it to a wide-open summer league player. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, a lot of Ian Clark. Or was it Ian Clark? Yeah, Ian Clark. Dude, Ian was Clark was, was like our MVP. Was, yeah, he was. He was, was he the Ian, MVP. Was Ian Clark the Andrew Funk of this year? <laughs> no. No, because no. It, well, Ian Clark won the MVP. I, he won MVP. Yes, dude. I don't want to was MVP one year at Summer League. He was so good. I think he won MVP. I, I might have made that up. I'm pretty sure he made a, wow. MVP. I don't know if, even if he didn't make MVP, it was like project. It's what catapulted him onto the Warriors, yeah. which made me so jealous. I was like, oh, they got Ian Clark. The one that got away. The one that got away. But I thought for today's show, the thing that would be most interesting, because this is a little bit of a wrap-up show. We'll have a show tomorrow, but they won't play before we do a show tomorrow. They'll have a game Friday, and then who knows what they'll do with that final game. My guess is they rest a bunch of guys and it's really the Cassius Stanley show which is like okay not too excited a parade to the free throw line you mean <laughs> maybe a parade to the free throw line but I thought he rather, just gets to the line Cassius Stanley but I thought <laughs> rather attempts again. <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> Ra- it's rather I think if this would be a good chance to do a little bit of a stock report for all of the guys and kind of go one by one I always forget about this graphic and I'm delighted and horrified in yeah. equal parts just getting it's way more horrified jarring <laughs> oh Jokic um, but let's do the stock report at the end i'd rather spend time talking first about the game that we just witnessed and then more broadly about the skill set but 
I'm going to start with Julian Strother on this one. I just want to go in different orders, you know, than we've gone before. Let's mix it up for once. Mix it up. Let's mix it up have some change. fun. Let's try to have some fun. Um, Julian Strother, I thought, had his best game as a nugget in Summer League. He goes, he goes for 21 points, grabs three rebounds, does not record another stat other than one foul. Three of 11, including a Sambor shuffle at the buzzer end. Beater. A what? buzzer beater Sambor shuffle. Yeah, this is the part you were sleeping for. I you didn't God see this? That's the worst part is that after this was over, I was like, guys, I need help with grades because I didn't see anything. I mean, I and you guys say, were like, red, red. I was like... <laughs> What did I sleep I, I will say, Oh, man, was, we're being it, very generous with these grades. It was not grades. a sophomore shuffle. I just have no, to say. It, well, first of all, it was not. Come technically, on. it was. No, it wasn't. But it was more of a, like, falling over, right foot, right it hand. Was, but it was not. It, on, it, was, a, it was an accidental that's sophomore clearly shuffle. That's disrespectful to the sophomore that's shuffle. Clearly really that a, that's sophomore clearly shuffle. called a Strother shuffle. <laughs> yeah. No, somebody said it's a, if it's not a player from sophomore, it's a sparkling shuffle. Which it's I love. sparkling? Is that what sophomore Instead of champagne. Like, it's sparkling wine. I see, I see, I see. This is a sparkling (laughs) shuffle. Um, It wasn't a real Strombor shuffle, but he did shoot it off his right hand and right leg. And it was totally accidental. He banked it in. So really, he went two of 10 with a three at the buzzer. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Red ball, red ball status. But here's why I gave him, nominated him for red ball status, and nobody interjected. The guy played really hard, and (laughs) this is going to sound like a backhanded compliment. It already does. I think he went seven of thirty something from three in this. Uh, okay, and he kept shooting, and that alone is impressive. Like to miss that many shots. Yeah, he didn't do the Tyler Lydon. He stopped shooting. He did the Julian Strother and just kept letting it fly. But he also got to the rim, Harrison, and he got to the foul line. So for me. We're being a little generous because he does need to make shots, but I, at least I'm impressed with the mental toughness it took to do what he did through these three games. Yeah. Speaking of Calvin Booth at Summer League, one thing he said that stuck out to me was, I love to watch shooters when they're not making shots. Yeah. And I didn't did catch that. He's like, I like guys. <laughs> guys aren't making <laughs> shots. <laughs> you got to draw it out it. longer. <laughs> guys. guys. That's, that's the, in, in being spending any time with Calvin Booth, like that is the one word I would use to summarize. Calvin Booth conversations. Guys. Guys. (laughs) I love it. Um, But anyways, he got to watch Julian Strother play a lot while missing shots at Summer League. And I agree. I think he played really hard. He competed. And especially on the defensive end, man, because there were a lot of questions about his defense in the draft and was the main reason why he was projected to go in the second round by most people. Uh, But he competes. He plays hard on defense. You know, he'll get lost a lot off ball. I don't really know if he knows what he's doing defensively yet, but on the ball, hustle plays. I mean, he broke his face open twice yeah. in two games. That's pretty yeah, wild. That's pretty good. That's unprecedented in <laughs> summer league. Yeah. So I love the way he competed, uh, particularly on the defensive end. I, I just love the effort he played with. He's yeah. he's not just a shooter. It, it seems like he definitely wants to be more than that. Are we sure he is a shooter? <laughs> well, he's, actually, <laughs> he's actually not a shooter. It's very surprising. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, D-Line? Uh, about D- oh, I guess you didn't watch last night, so there's not a well, whole lot to, t- to take away. Yeah, it's difficult for me to talk. But I will say that in, you know, he started, uh, we're talking about Strother specifically. Correct. He, uh, you know, he made a, a shot or two to start off the game. So I was like, okay, right. all right. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you want to see guys, guys, uh, skill sets that they are reported to come in with pop, right? Like, you want to see a shooter be able to, 
um, you know, ratchet up in what I imagine for them is a pressure. The pressure is higher. I got to think that it is something that it's like, you know, even though the um, setting to us in some ways is kind of like a joke uh, or to some would be like, you know, it's like this tiny little gym. But I got to think they feel all eyes on them, you know, in a way that maybe they haven't felt before. Especially Strother from Vegas yeah, uh, probably right. had tons of friends and family at every game. Yeah. I mean, the, the game last night, it was probably the crowd in Cox Pavilion was probably made up of mostly Strother's friends and yeah, family. Right. If I had to guess, there yeah. weren't probably that many people in the, so gym dead for that. in the gym. And yeah. I think that I think that actually probably makes it more like stressful. Right, you that's what like, I'm saying. You want yeah, a lot you, of eyes on them. You want to yeah. feel like you're, you know, like these are all people that have supported you your totally. whole life. You want to make it feel like their sacrifice has been worth it. So. Larger point being, uh, you know, he comes out, he hit a, hits a couple shots, he's starting to settle in a little bit. I'm like, okay, that's good. Like, we're seeing, pro, like, for me, always watching these teams and, and just players and guys is that, like, I need to see progression. Yeah. I need to see improvement. Like, I can live very comfortably with the fact that a guy is not playing well so much, so far as he shows the capacity for a much higher ceiling. And then we can figure out if he can actually get there. Then it becomes about the system, the coaching, the whatever, this, that, whatever. But like, I want to see like actual potential. And like, if it starts to die off with one ratchet up of the difficulty scale, which is summer league, that's, that's where you're like, okay, this is not, this, this is not looking right. So he took the second most threes at summer league uh, in volume in total volume. Um, a couple guys had more per game and one game outings, but of the guys that played three games, he took the second most and he shot 24% on them. So it just does show you, first of all, getting shots up is a, is a skill in and of itself. Yeah. You know, your ability to find openings and to get those off. He only had eight rebounds. I talked about him playing out of position. He was billed as a very good rebounder. And like you start to piece together, okay, he's a good shooter. He has a good floater. What else does he have? Well, he's really tall. He rebounds well for his position. He does these things. He played out of position. So I'm in, inclined to give him a little bit of a pass on the rebounding. But I do wish that's one thing that would have popped a little bit more that you could say, how is he as a defender? Well, he rebounds really well. So he'll fit in there. We didn't really see that. And it was something that was actually needed as the right. Nuggets were hemorrhaging mm-hmm. rebounds. Yeah. Yeah, man, they were a bad rebounding team. Holy cow! He was yeah. though. Tell me, you don't like plus minus in summer league? He was a plus one overall. <laughs> well, now a, I like it. And a team now that, I like it. <laughs> and a team that was zero and three. Well, I only say that to say this: you can't really look at box score stuff too much. The Nuggets had a really bad bench, man. It's good. They were down twenty five. Yeah, it's good. It's good to prep. Get them prepped. <laughs> this for that Nuggets a really team resembles the actual team in so many ways. <laughs> Just a terrible bench. Uh, the starters they have to like go all out to get back in the game in the second half. <laughs> we got five man bench lineups out. There together, uh, like, it's just, like it was a rough scene. Yeah, they, they could be like, "Listen, this is exactly what it's like when you're on the Nuggets. Yeah, the just stars are great, them ready for and it. then you, the bench, suck." <laughs> and you know, it's, but in all sincerity, like last night they were down 25 at one point. It felt terrible, but I kept thinking, like, I don't feel like the starters are playing that bad. That bench unit was just such a horrible, you know, stretch. The starters got off to a rough start. They got off to a little it, bit of a rough start. It was but pretty I, rough. Let's, when start, I went, hold let's, on. let's talk strategy. But when I went back and watched it, there just there was a lot of. I mean, Utah started like seven of eight from three or something. Oh like they God, made a lot of threes to start the game. I can't believe how close that game was, by the way. Utah destroyed Denver in that game. So you saw that, and then you saw the final score.
score? Well, I caught, so what I caught was whole first half, and then my body was like, bro, we can't do this. <laughs> I, you you, you did catch the worst part. And then I caught, like, and then through, like, a like a lucid dream state, yeah. I caught, like, the last minute when things really heated up. <laughs> All right, so we got to do it now. Julian Strother, is his stock in your mind up or down from three games ago? I'll go up. Your oh. stock's up, man. Wow. We're, we're both down. I mean, for man, me, line, you, you got to make shots. Got to make shots. And he didn't make shots. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not worried about him as a shooter at all. Yeah. Not for, at all. For, not at all. Uh, for me, it's not about the made shots. It's just like, you know, I kind of want... You know, I, he just didn't pop to me that much. Um, that is not saying that that his story has been written. Obviously, he's a draft pick, and he's a guy that the um, front office believes in. But I just, I, I didn't, I, I didn't come away as impressed as I hoped to be, having no information about him going in. Yeah. By the way, play along with us in the comments here. I want to see what everybody else. Yeah, are you by, up the, by or the way, high? that means you have to print out up and down <laughs> and take a photo of yourself. Use and the emoji. Stock going up, stock going down. Let us know. So, when you're not at all, you, are you? You're up on him yeah. after summer league. Yeah, because I liked how he competed. I, I liked his motor. It's a good um, take. I liked how engaged he was defensively. Again, I don't know if he knows what he's doing defensively, but he tried, <coughs> and so. I just got the sense that he wants to be more of a shooter, and I'm just very confident he's going to make shots in the NBA. Like His shot is great. Um, I'm just not worried about that. I, I like the other aspects of his game that he flashed. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are fair things, but at the same time, when your number one skill is shooting, I want to see you have one good game. And by the way, the looks he got good looks man this isn't a matter of like there was no offensive flow and so he had to jack yeah, up some bad looks. ones he had some a plus plus looks yeah. that did not go in um, but i'm with you i will split the difference here i would probably go more i'm neutral on strother yeah. than stock up stock down in part because i was kind of low on him coming in but he did the opposite of what i expected i expected right. him to make shots but not do other things be Jordan Poole. he missed shots but he did other he did hustle and i do like the fact that i thought he tweaked his game as each game went on first game i thought he tried to play the pretty game it didn't work second game i thought he tried to fly around and yeah. third game i thought he tried to get to the rim and he did a good job of getting to the rim in this last game i've been saying he goes to that floater a little too much rather yeah. than go this game he got to the foul line six free throw attempts and he had a couple finishes at the rim where Honestly, I thought he was fouled on a couple of his takes where he finished it and they didn't get the call. Well, the, the, he, the roughs at Summer League are oh, the roughs. a bunch of crooked so bastards. Terrible, man. I mean, I know they're like refs in training or whatever, but my God. <laughs> you could have refed it better. You could have gone out there, oh, I mean, thrown on a shirt with a number on it. I think I would surprise a lot of people. Pretty well I think I would surprise there. a lot of people my if I stepped Lord. out there in the striped shirt. And you get 10 fouls, so you can just hack everybody. That's true. You That's just also a ridiculous rule. No, it's not. I think it is. No way. I Dude, love it. You, you can just hack everybody. Nobody. I don't think anybody abuses. They it, were though. hacking Wembenyama. I'll tell you that. We're, well, they probably will. That is that is annoying. That part is annoying. But the, I'm saying the ten fouls. I think is ridiculous. Well, I don't because the only reason I don't is because six fouls. To me, like you have a good prospect and he gets a couple chippy ones, and then you're like, wait, so we don't get to watch this guy because and it's happened before, like with good yeah, players. Learn how to play without fouling. <laughs> it's a shorter game, also. It's summer league, you get man. Six we're trying fouls. to evaluate these guys. There have been guys that fouled out by the we're way. We're playing That's for a hilarious. championship here, a summer league yeah. championship. I, I we saw, Harrison's ready to die on this hill. Too many. 
fouls in summer league. There are. <laughs> I will say the review. The Nuggets were down 20 points, and they reviewed a block charge call. And I was just like, what are we doing? It's summer yeah. league. It's a 20-point yeah. game. Who challenged? I'm actually mad at the yeah. Utah bench for yeah. challenging this one, man. JB, by the way, did not challenge what Dude. I thought would have absolutely been an out-of-bounds play for the Nuggets on their comeback. Yeah. Instead, they score on the baseline out-of-bounds. It was a crucial one, and I can't believe I'm mad that JB didn't use a challenge. JB, what are you league. doing? We could have had something special. You were asleep at the wheel. We'll never forgive you. Oh, man, I will say, JB does have that Jordy Fernandez look <laughs> in his eye, though. What did he say when we were at practice the other day? The only thing I care is when I get one win. I just don't want to go over. Oh, well, we got a rematch with the uh, finals rematch I mean, Jamal, with the Miami Heat coming up. Jamal, oh, wow, big match. Jamal up. might be in town. <laughs> yeah, Christian like, yeah, Brown said uh, during the last game that if the Nuggets lost, he was going to put on his jersey. Uh, hey, let's do it. He's so, going, and jersey's not, coming on. And watch them lose from the stands. <laughs> yeah. Wearing a jersey. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. On the other side, let's get into who I think is has been the best player from Summer League. You heard it, man. The I, best player. Hunter Tyson. Hunter! What? <laughs> He's been great in Summer League. I mean, I agree, but what? You're saying... Well, okay. Well, he's not my favorite player, but I mean, look, the dude is putting up buckets. He's played great. We'll get there. We'll get there. When you get hurt, Bax and Shanker is here to help. Bax and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've been helping those seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years. And the coolest thing about Bax and Shanker is you don't pay them any money until they win your case. No upfront fees. Speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case. No fees unless they win your case. And they've been winning a lot of money. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. And they've got neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call today. 303-222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker. With 30 lawyers and 100 staff members, it's a lot of people. Uh, they just win. <coughs> also, guys, Bet365. Uh, Bet365, they pioneered live in-game betting. I mean, we all use Bet365 a lot. Used it, yeah, I used it actually for the first time the other day. Dude, lost. Bet on the Nuggets. I gotta lost say, with I gotta say have you seen their feature where you're able to follow along in a, ga a game? No, I haven't. It's literally the best version of that I've ever seen. Really? Yes. It Like, if you're just like, you know, you're not able to watch, but you bet on it. Yeah, if you live in Denver, you're trying to watch the Nuggets. <laughs> this actually is a good alternative to watching Nuggets game. No, like, the ball, like, it shows the ball as it gets passed around. Are you really? Yeah, dude. And then it, like, shows who has the ball. And then it's like a shoot, like, I mean, I was like, what? This is dude, unbelievable. I mean, you don't even need to dish Comcast. You can just watch on Bet365. <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> I get it, man. Uh, Bet365. They also live stream, I don't think this counts as the live stream, but they live stream 780,000 events each year. What? 80 million users worldwide, proud partner of your Colorado Rockies. And they also have these really cool market boosts where where you're located, it actually gives you a market specific boost. So if you're located in Colorado, I know they've had a boost on there recently for the Nuggets to win the championship. They've upped those odds so you get an even bigger payout if the Nuggets win it next year. Wherever you're located, they've got boosts for you. Uh, turn $1 into $200 of bonus bets when you join Bet365. Yeah. Download the app, deposit $10, claim your $200 in bonus bets. As soon as you place a bet for $1, download the Bet365 app. Use code DNVR365 
When you sign up, must be 21 plus and physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, back here, segment two, DNVR Nuggets podcast. And now we're talking about, I, I was surprised at how surprised you were. If you talked about all the players who have outperformed expectations the most in summer league, to me, it's an easy question. The number one guy is Hunter Tyson, who we all kind of, you know, all right, we don't know anything about this guy, Hunter. whatever, Hunter. He comes out here, man, and first of all, the motor stuff, absolutely real. Yep. When they build that, you think, like, <laughs> honestly, man, like, if somebody tells you, like, what is the best player? He tries so hard. That's what we all said about Julian. <laughs> Julian Strother, one segment ago. What's that? We're like, oh, he didn't play well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what you would think. A guy that maybe doesn't have skills, but, but he doesn't have play wasn't long. what Julian Strother was known for. I that's know. the difference. That's I, the I difference. agree with you. Yeah. I agree but with Hunter Tyson, that. it was billed as that, and you think, well, that's an underwhelming thing to say about a player, right? He plays hard. And then, you know, shooter, this or that. Exactly as advertised. That guy's hard effort and motor and those things are a real weapon to him because he actually is not matched in that department. The no. way there are players like this that that their skill is they just outwork you. He's one of those guys, but his fit to me, how smart he is, his cutting, the way he's able to get to his shot. I mean, he took 23s himself, shot 40%, goes 8 of 20. His ability to find open seams and stuff, it really stood out to me, and I couldn't be more impressed. Hunter Tyson, to me, is an exciting prospect now, uh, and I love what I saw. (laughs) Dude, he was awesome. I had no expectations, nothing. I mean, I didn't have the benefit of the rigorous uh, draft preparation that you fellas did, where (laughs) we all just... It was rigorous. We were in the in the mines, just hammering film day after day. But I didn't. So I didn't. I was like, "Well, we'll just see where the chips fall." I, I'm really. We're worried about winning this chip right now. Um, so, and he was the third of the three, and it was like, okay, he felt like a deep, deep second round pick. When reality, he was was he a second round or first round technically? Second round. Second rounder. But, he was but an early. Oh yeah, forty. Okay, but point being, like, I just didn't think to be excited about him for one way or one reason or another and he just absolutely delighted me i was like this guy's awesome i love this guy's game i love his attitude i love the fact that he is a hustler i love that his shot is falling i love that he is getting in there he's getting rebounds on a team where that nobody is getting rebounds. 6.7 rebounds per game a good number he he had uh, 12 last night yes and i what I was left with most often was like, I wish he would shoot the ball more, man. Like there were times when he was passing up a lot of three. He did a lot of head fakes and would drive. And I was like, that's cool. Just let it fly though. Your shot is great. He's got a nasty shot fake. Yes. Um, so I, I'm very excited about what Hunter Tyson represents to the Denver Nuggets and where his ceiling might lie. I mean, the the Nuggets. I mean, it seems like the the smartest strategy that the previous regime and now this current regime has implemented which is like you in the later rounds like pick guys that are like four year players out of college that mm-hmm. have had the opportunity to mature yep. that have had the you know we're not talking about like the the super young stuff about you know new players that show up on teams you have to like go through the headaches Monte Morris Hunter Tyson like these guys that are like they've been around in their season and even though you know you well people at, forget Monte spent his rookie year in the G League yeah so yeah. as much as he was a three was he a four-year player? A four-year yeah, player. So he was polished. He still had to do one year of seasoning. I love it, though. So Hunter might have the same thing, but it's that's we just part of the him. plan. Yeah, we don't need him at this moment. Right. It's great. Yeah. So, yeah, big big ups for me on, on him. Yeah, the motor's the first thing that stood out to me over these last three games. When the Nuggets brought Hunter Tyson in for a pre-draft workout, they were, like, blown away by how hard he 
went in that workout because that that's the thing about pre-draft workouts when you bring guys in like guys might not shoot the ball well blah blah blah, but you can always tell how hard they go and just from talking to people around the team like he went hard like he played his ass off in this pre-draft workout and they were like all right like we believe in it now and that totally translated to summer league i mean he played his ass off and you just gotta love how he goes out there and just hoops, man. Like he looks like he just rolled out of bed. His hair's all messed up. Like right. I love it, dude. he's not wearing like anything under his jersey. It. You know, he just, just goes out ball, there dude. and hoops, My man. man. Yeah, he doesn't ball. He hoops. Yeah, and, and you can play him in like any lineup, and he can play a bunch of different positions and play with any different type of player next to him. He's just a player, you know? He, really he, he is, just hoops. He really is Woody Harrelson in uh, White Man Can't Jump. 100%. That's it. <laughs> no way. Um, he also, you know, he's the only guy that came off the bench of the main guys. Mm-hmm. The rest of them started, including Kamagate. He was the one that basically got the sixth spot, right? Like, you're going to have to come in and we'll give you the wor- least minutes the or the worst minutes. You know, we're not building anything around you. And for him to be able to take that and say, yeah, it's fine because I fit in everywhere and I'm going to make an impact just love through it. energy and effort. Huge kudos to him. I think Michael Malone's going to love him. I think Jokic is going to like him. The be- bro from Monroe? Of course he's going to love the, him. The Monroe menace, man. Come on. The Monroe menace. I think um, I think those guys are going to like him. I think the vets are going to like and respect him because he does seem to just know, like, I just got to play hard at all minutes. Yeah. And he's a smart player. Like, I never thought Hunter Tyson was in the way. No. You know what I mean? I never I was like, get more in the way. Because he just knows how to play basketball. Right. He just does. So for me, I, and then you look at, okay, so where does he fit into the Nuggets? I mean, the starters are obviously set. You go to that second unit, and you go, okay, Reggie, point guard, pencil him in with Pickett probably trying to, to, to steal minutes as the season goes on. You've got Christian Brown locked into the locked. shooting guard spot. I think you have Peyton Watson locked into the small forward spot, at least to start the year. And that means we have the Zeke, Naji, Vlako, Chanchar, four, five. Yeah. He's more of a three than he is a four. Yeah. Is there a world in which they try to play small and play him at the four sometimes and then just one of those other two? Maybe. But I think that he has an uphill battle to fight yeah. in terms of getting those wins. I don't expect him this year at all for the Nuggets. But, oh, I do, just in that I think everybody's going to play it a little bit. It probably won't be much, but everyone's going to get that, like three-game sample size where they just get to go out there and see what they got and Mm -hmm. it won't be i'm with you though the broader point which is i don't expect him to like earn a spot in this year's rotation do you win no i don't not off the bat definitely not um i i'd agree with that even though small forward is a spot that's the thinnest on the nuggets roster you have michael porter jr who's really more of a four than he is a five and then you have peyton watson who's a true three you have justin holiday who i don't think they expect to play a ton of minutes but he's there if you need him i bet he'll play a lot man I mean, <laughs> I'm telling you, I, Jeff Green had no business playing as long and as much as he did. Yeah. And he did because Michael Malone likes security. And yeah. you, we can all get mad about it, but uh, we just want a chip, baby. So how mad can we be? Um, all right. Hunter Tyson, stock up or down? Oh, my God. Way down. I hate that guy. <laughs> he's he's, he's the easiest we one. We should maybe start with this. So. <laughs> no, no. I like the end. I like the okay, end. I like, yeah, I like the end. Real. Some of these guys are a little bit more tough than others. Hunter was the easiest one. I mean, come on. Hunter. Hunter. Uh, also, yeah, he just seems like a likable guy, too. I kind of enjoy, you know, I'll enjoy having him around. And I do like a country guy. Do you think it'll challenge him to a game of bags at some point? Do you want to play bags? Not me. Do you think he can play bags? His name's Hunter Tasson. Of course he can play bags. (laughs) Is this a stereotype? People from the country play bags? Uh, But he he doesn't play bags. He plays cornhole. 
You don't think that bags, cornhole, originated with a bunch of people standing, like, with trucks around in a parking no, lot? No, it like, did. I mean, I think you're right. Of I course it, I'm right. Horseshoes, to me, sounds more country. Like, horseshoes yeah, is like your horse, of very course. Country. I think he might beat me at horseshoes. Well, listen. I, hey, no don't, way. Hey, don't no play. Can no I way you, he's beating me at bags. Can I tell you, do not play Jokic in horseshoes. <laughs> he's, probably, he's, <laughs> no, he's, he's, great, he's great at horseshoes. He's, he's a leader at horseshoes. Um, all right. Let's take uh, another break. We're at 32 already, Cal. Yeah. Let's take another break. You're always surprised. You know what it is? We like we enjoy each other's company. Yeah. We're really going to have to just run through the bench uh, quickly. We've only got two more players that I think are that interesting to break down. We're not going to do Armand Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. Make sure to check out the Mountain Beach Sour. It is summertime. You're probably chilling on a patio, watching a Nuggets Summer League game. Make sure you have a Mountain Beach Sour. Ready to go. Uh, great for any occasion. Make sure to check out all our favorites from Breckenridge Brewery, the Avalanche Amber, the Vanilla Porter Jr., the Juice Drop IPA. They have good company hard seltzers as well, if that's your thing. If you don't know where to get Breck Brew, check out the Breck Brew Beer Locator on their website. That'll tell you where to get Breck Brew. Just type in your zip code. Uh, that will tell you where to go. Make sure to check out the Mountain Beach Sour from Breckenridge Brewery. Also, make sure to check out Ivy Nutrition of Wash Park. Uh, they are located at the corner of Wash Park or in Wash or near Wash Park Corner, Alameda and Downing. Anybody who mentions DNVR when they come in gets 50% off their first IV nutritional drip. Give them a call, 720-259-4404. We've all been there. It's IV Nutrition. We all got hooked up with IVs, sat in zero gravity chairs, relaxed, listened to, you know, the great music that they got always playing there. It's a great time. It's a great experience. Stop by their Wash Park location, corner of Alameda and Downing. If you mention DNVR when you come in, you're going to get 50% off your first IV nutritional drip. That's a huge discount. Call 720-259-4404 for more information. All righty, back here, segment three. Now let's move on to my guy, Jalen Pickett. Um, in last night's game, I thought was an interesting one because to me, his first half was un somewhat underwhelming. You know, there was he was tasked with running that horrible second unit, as was Colin. They kind of swapped, but they both played minutes. And the rail, the wheels came off during his first stint with Franklin and Sims and Cassius Stanley and, and that group. The wheels first came off. He finishes the game. He gets 12 points, six rebounds, eight assists, three blocks. He is one of those guys that even when you were watching him going, he's left something to be desired. He still somehow leads the team in every category. Right. Very so Nikola Jokic-esque. Yeah. Very Nikola Jokic-esque. Um, and, you know, helped stage a comeback that came up just short because I thought he took over the game, you know, in, the, would, in the second what half. What we could have had, they just would have gotten over that hump. We got the dub against the Jazz. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh! The Jazz. Um, but, <laughs> you know, the things to me that stand out, his shot looks a lot better than I think we expected. I mean, it looks good. He made him at a high at a high rate. And then I thought it was funny. Last night, he only takes one three. He played a ton of minutes, and it just was different. Like The texture of the game called for something else, and he didn't take threes like he had in the previous games. Um, when he ran the offense through booty ball, it was very successful. Um, Why is everybody afraid to say booty ball? I don't know. It's not that weird. Why is everybody afraid on ESPN to say booty ball? Like it's just I, say it. booty ball. And it's even, not that bad. It's coaches, front office, like nobody will say booty ball. What's wrong with like, saying booty ball? It's not. People think it's unflattering or this or that or like it's like um, it's like juvenile. it's a bad word or it's something. Juvenile. Is it juvenile? Yeah, no, it's, it's juvenile. not. Is it's, it? Yeah. 
You know, you're you're asking evil. the question. I'm answering it. For no, you. I know, but I'm saying yeah, you Why really, are they afraid? Because they feel it's juvenile to say that. But do you think it's juvenile? I don't love it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to be put in a position where I have to draw two basketballs that say booty ball on them. Like I don't want to. I don't want to make that shirt. <laughs> yeah, two basketballs. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. See, look at this already. Well, D line make a booty ball shirt. I'm, I'm, I'm glad. Make a I'm glad you've at least thought it out in your head already. Of course. <laughs> Out. Like I'm like, all right. How can this be a thing? I'm like, do we? Do we? I want to put my effort into make, making booty ball a thing. Wait, and I wait, well, if, we no, gotta, I do not. We got to rebrand it as something else if he starts playing because it's too good and it really is a unique style. But my point, people I was are like, trying to call it bully ball. No, it's booty, booty ball. Let's call it like the picket fence. Uh, oh, this is terrible. Um, <laughs> I thought his team defense was phenomenal. It's the thing that stands out to me the most. And why I wouldn't be surprised if he played minutes. Team defense is probably the single most important. Can you get on the court or not? Do you mess up rotations or do you read the court well? The area where I thought he was underwhelming was he didn't always take over the offense. And even when he was playing off of Colin, you could say, hey, well, he didn't want to step on a guy's toes. To get on the court for the Nuggets next year, he's not going to be given the ball and told, like, hey, you run everything. He has to earn that. Jokic wasn't given that his early on. He had to play within a yeah. system. So for me, I was the one area I was underwhelmed, and it's a big area, is I do feel like he was a bit passive in taking over control of the team. He did it in every single game in the fourth quarter, for what it's worth, so maybe that's something encouraging. But I do feel like there was a little bit where it's like you could be better than this with the ball in your hands, or you can take the ball in your hands a little bit more. I feel like he did in the third quarter, too. Yeah. And it was interesting because he did, I think, because they switched up the rotation in this game for the first time all summer league. Yeah. Because what's been happening, Colin Gillespie and Jalen Pickett start the game together. The first sub or one of the first subs is taking Jalen Pickett out. So when Jalen Pickett comes back in, he's playing point guard around a lineup of four bench guys. Yeah. The and difference. They're, they're bad too. <laughs> the, the bench is Mark Smith. And, off. Mark Smith in particular, who could be a good player, but they go from playing Colin and Pickett as point guards yeah. to Mark Smith, who's even shorter, and they like they somehow get shorter off the bench. <laughs> yeah, but what happened oh last God. night was they switched up the rotation for the first time all summer league, where Colin was the first sub in the second half. So Jalen Pickett was playing point guard midway through the third quarter with an actual competent lineup around him. With Hunter. And that's when that run really started. And I, guys, I actually came away from that second half thinking, if they just gave this guy the keys and played booty ball for the entire summer league, they might be 3-0. Yeah. Maybe not, and, and like maybe yes. I mean, I can see why they don't want to do that. They want Colin to run the show a little bit. They want to feature these other guys. But if they played the Jalen Pickett brand of basketball and just let him conduct everything, I feel like they'd be a much better team than they are right now. Is that a realistic expectation for him ever, though? What's up? To have a situation where the entire offense is fully catered around his style of play. I mean, yes, because he's a point guard. Because <clears throat> catered, catered around sounds more like he's looking for his shot. It really is just more like he's organizing yeah, things. Yeah, he's like, running he the looks, show. He almost looks unsure about organizing it at times because he's like, well, I just want to keep yeah, moving. You, so you're saying it's, this is just more a product of the fact that they had two point guards and he was deferential to Colin for a long period yeah. of time. But yeah. And a second layer to this, which is for him to succeed, he needs to be better at being off ball than he was, I think, in this one. You know, like fair. 
Uh, he, he looked passive even in that role, like not finding his seams yeah. when the ball. And, and look, it's tough to commit to that because he's a unique player. Yeah. He, he's unorthodox. You know, he's backing a guy down on one side of the floor while everybody else is like spaced together. Like it's not typical offense. So I get why. In a yeah. summer league setting, they're not totally like letting him run the show. They're not focused on booty, right? But if they actually did, they focused on booty. They might be three and out. Let's go, Just dude. Especially in Vegas, you know what I mean? What's your read on on Pickett after watching him for two and a half games? I think that there are very interesting things about uh, about Jalen Pickett. I love how he's able to finish um, when he just like kind of waits for the guy to drop off or to shift focus, and he's really shifty. He has really good uh, touch around the rim, and his shot I feel like is always going in. He's super crafty. Um, <clears throat> I am not fully convinced at this exact moment in time he's going to be able to replicate it in the NBA when everybody is bigger and stronger, but I'm not out on him by any stretch. I definitely see like what the interest is with him, and I see like why, especially on a team like the Nuggets that has just absolutely hit the highest heights possible in believing in unorthodox style of play that they would have interest in him because it's it's a little bit strange when it's your point guard and he's so, he's so small. You know, like he really is a lot shorter than I expected. He really at six two. I'm sure you're right about this. Like, um, and so it gave me a little pause to worry about. Like, okay, like can you be? Can you have the bully side of the booty in the NBA? I will say though, he knocked over that manic guy from the uh, Hawks, who's at their center, the big bearded white guy. He knocked him over. Yeah, he might. I mean, listen, I'm not a tall guy. I can. I know I can knock a lot of big guys over with your booty. Yes, or my belly, or whatever. Like I have a low center of gravity. Like this is like a, um, you know, like a fullback in the in the NFL. Like he he's stout. He's not huge though. So I I'm super in. But like he has a very wide stance, which makes him like more sturdy. Truly, like so I get that. Like there, yeah, he would be like an English bulldog if he was a dog. There are, I mean, like there are there are physical things that make sense to to this. You didn't like that one? No, it's perfect. (laughs) He is right. That almost like the bowlegged muscle. English bully ball. Why do you gotta be booty ball? I can't. Bull, bulldog ball. Bull, oh or just bully ball. Uh, you call him bulldog bully. Anyway, whatever. Uh, I I see. I, I I see what you saw, Adam. I like. I see it. Yeah. I'm like, not. I'm not to the level that you are with him because I'm not convinced about the next level. But I do see what you saw. I see it too. Yeah. I, I mean, I really love his game. I love his high IQ. He did go four of eight from three, and I kind of love the. I think those are the perfect numbers. Yeah. That he took only eight. Eight, but also took eight, which is a lot, just not a ton. Yeah. And then he made him. And it's just, it's like Jokic. Is he a great three point shooter? Unclear, but he certainly knows when to take him and when not to, right? And that's yeah. part of the And the, the most build. important thing, I cannot believe I forgot to mention this. I love his look. He does have a good look. I love the headband. Yeah, he's he does have a You're right about this. This is a great he's, His shorts are also like, God, they got to be extra small. Dude, he wears the tights with his. You're right. He, this is a great take. He's he a has great look. He does, he, has, he does have his look now. Yeah, because he, he seems like kind of like an old. MMA fighter. He looks like he's getting into the octagon. There's that, man. but he also had kind of an old school like feel about him. Yeah. Like, he, like, I bet yeah. Michael Malone's father, who I don't know if you guys knew this, was Brenda the Malone, architect yeah, of the, the Bad, bad Boy Pistons. Hey, man. He would probably appreciate Michael Malone's father has experience. Winning back-to-back NBA championships. There you go. Anyway, uh, I know you're watching Jalen Pickett. You look great out there. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's found it. Um, I, I, if we go to next year, though, 
You know, I do think that he is almost certainly going to be slotted behind Reggie Jackson even after training camp, no matter how he plays. And I think that's the right thing because he is such a unique player that if you hand him something early on to a championship team, I do think it's disruptive. I think he is a guy that has to earn it even a little extra than the other guys because to run point, you know, you have to really earn it. And guys like Reggie Jackson. So I think he is a guy that will get opportunities to play this year. More than even a Hunter Tyson, I think, just by nature of like the guard, that he'll be the first guard up once anybody gets hurt, so he'll get those opportunities. And I do think there's a chance that he overtakes Reggie Jackson at some point throughout this season. Whether or not it happens, still a long shot, I would say. I'll tell you, like if he does, that's a very good sign. It means he's playing great. It means he's playing really well, or it means Reggie Jackson was so terrible. (laughs) The horrible. Let's get to Colin Gillespie here. Call, I think. I think. Oh we're yeah, yeah. All oh up yeah. Jalen Pickett. Yeah, we're up on Jalen. Up on Jalen. On him. I mean, I can't really. I'm actually down from where I was yeah, coming because in you were like, because I. Okay. Like, I was we the got, highest. You're like, like we got a trade yo. Yeah. <laughs> find out if this guy has brothers or anyone else in the league. But I. But I am still extremely high on him, and I do. I. I still am staking my bet that he is going to make it on this team and be a piece of it going forward. Colin Gillespie. Um, you know, I give Colin of all of the players. I think I give him a, the biggest pass because he just looked to me like a guy coming back from injury and that's my first note some of the stuff we're going to judge him on I'm just like man yeah. imagine if Jamal Murray got hurt that was his first year and he was coming Jokic back Jokic is like it's going to take 20 summer league games for, <laughs> for Colin Gillespie man at the end of that just Colin Gillespie and Andrew Funk passing it to one another <laughs> <laughs> nobody in the gym <laughs> You know, he did make 31% of his threes, which is not the best number, even though he went five of eight in a game. So he did have some cold shooting games. He did get three assists to three turnovers, which isn't also... Oh, no, he had three rebounds. Actually, he had more assists, more turnovers than assists. That's a little wild. That's concerning. Um, and then I would say he looked a little small. So for me, it's weird to judge it, but I will say right now... But I'll do it. Well, I just will say right now... He's not in the Kamagate category where I'm just like I've kind of like erased him from my mind about where I project. But he seems like the Nuggets summer league team has also. <laughs> but to me, Colin Gillespie's on the doorstep of that where I'm kind of I, I'm I'm certainly would bet against him being a piece for the Nuggets anytime soon. But because of the injury, I'm willing to just kind of say, hey, give him some time. Yeah, I mean, definitely feels like he's been passed by Jalen Pickett. That seems like it happened really quickly. And, yeah, he is in a tough spot coming off the injuries. He did not shoot it well. The turnovers were alarming, I thought. I mean, a second-year guy at Summer League, you usually think those are the guys who, you know, the speed of the game is not going to be too fast for them. What but I, it might be, though, just the year off because he yeah, was, what, a five-year player and one-year development. So he's like, you he should yeah. be pretty bullish. I, I can give him a little pass there. Uh, what I did really like about Colin was – um, how pesky he was. He is pesky. He had pesky eight Gillespie? steals in three games. Eight steals in three games. He that's had four good. steals last night. Yeah, that's really like good. Three, three steals in the opener. And some of them were really good steals. You know, like some of yeah. them were like on ball. That's how most of them were. Yeah. Like pressuring yeah. his guy on ball, picking up three quarters court, getting in passing lanes. And I never really thought of him as that kind of guy. But look, when your shot's not on, that's the kind of thing you've got to do to stand out. So I... Got to give him some credit for for that part of his game. Yeah, I love that he got better. He really got better as summer league went on. I like agree. he in this last game, the part that I was conscious yeah, really? for. Uh, well, in the last game that I was conscious for, the parts where you can tell me that I was wrong because I didn't have all the info. But he was getting steals, like you're saying, like yeah, the stuff. The steals. He he was he picked 
a few guys, and like he just also was in passing lanes and he was finished disruptive. the shot at the rim, which he didn't do in game two. Which yes, was nice. and you know in the second game he was actually like deadly from three. Like he was five eight. Yeah, he was very. He's probably shot at the best of any Nugget in any game that game. Um, so I like. I really do feel like you know he was put in a position because it's he didn't have any time in the NBA last year. It's right. like there's no chance, there's no way to get better just from watching it. There's an he idea was just of recovering. Like, yeah, there's an idea of like you know you understand like what the job entails and so how to handle your business, but you know you can't possibly understand what it's going to be like until you play. And so I I actually am encouraged by Colin, but I don't. I would be surprised if he makes it past being like a two way player. For yeah, I, I would too at this point. I, I'd be surprised if he becomes a guy for the Nuggets from from where we sit right now. Stock up or stock down? Shh, I'm down. It. Yeah, it's kind of like, I, I guess, I mean, in that it, way. We I mean, to. I have to be down because a year ago I was like, man, yeah. I could really see him being the backup did, point guard. I did think that he was the second coming of Chris Paul coming <laughs> So from that standpoint... Although, I love, you know although, maybe we're talking about Suns Chris Paul. So hey, in that Chris case, Paul's oh, never won anything either in his career. <laughs> you know what's funny though, man? Like he is Chris Paul's size, and we talk about him as being small. And it's yeah. same with Jalen Pickett. He's Andre Miller's size. Yeah. It's like so funny right. that we're like, I don't know if he's big enough. It's like Andre Miller played a long but time. Just, you look at Colin next to Jalen Pickett, and like Jalen Pickett looks like an he's NBA just, player. He's just strong. He's Colin tighter. Looks small. It's about the look. Colin, get a headband. Oh man, what would Please Collins don't, look Colin, be? Please no, don't. no, Jalen makes it work. What would Collins look? No, you be? know what Colin needs to do is become like um, Chris Mullen. He's going oh flat to all East Coast he's little got flat hard top hard East Coast guy or <laughs> mustache can, what about a little mustache he could wear can Michael Malone's mustache? chain he looks like a cop almost if he has a flat top he needs and a mustache. Full Colin East Coast guy Colin needs to be slap the floor on defense guy yes dude right now he's got a little John Stockton he's too relaxed in the look yeah. like I can, I was like no you got to go East Coast hardo you know what no he looks like Tebow I think he needs to go that way religion I, inspirational <laughs> yeah <laughs> Be an inspiration to him. Hey, like, Somebody like, will always sign you if that's your thing. Yeah, we're uh, like, guys, 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 don't bother him. He's Gillespieing right now. He's Gillespieing. <laughs> like, this can be the Gillespie. Don't bother him. Like, don't crowd we him. We solved it, man. I'm in. I'm back in on him. Let's go. <laughs> All right, final break on the other that's side. Hilarious. P-Watt, the last oh. and the most important. Save the best for last. Guys, Shady Rays, it is so sunny out. I mean, I thought we would maybe get a little, uh, know, a little, a little break from the sun, getting back to Colorado after Vegas. Nope, 95 degrees yesterday, 90 degrees today. I'm for, I'm for this. You're for the, uh, the Earth dying. Okay, uh, off you go, Harrison. <laughs> you can take on uh, global warming and the sun with gear built to last. Wasn't yeah. expecting that one. Our friends at Shady Rays, they've got you covered. Use code DNVR for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by 250,000 people. If you go to ShadyRays.com, just scroll their website. They have so many different designs, no matter what kind of style of glasses you wear. Shady Rays has you covered. They also have a store in Park Meadows Mall if you want to go check them out in person. ShadyRays.com, use the code DNVR for 50% off. Whoa, what? Two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses rated five stars by 250,000 people. Buy yourself a sweet looking pair of shades and slide one over to the lady. I'm going to be, yeah. be wearing Shady Rays today down at Top Taco. Oh. You're at Top Taco. Come Shout say hi. Out. Holy I'm going to make an appearance, too. I'm going to be eating a... 
disgusting amount of tacos. <laughs> I mean, Do they have marks too? They have marks. They oh, got it all. I'm telling let's you. Go. I will say, having eaten with you many meals now, any number of tacos <laughs> is disgusting. Yeah. Also, guys, <laughs> <Packers> <laughs> and Shankers here to help if you get hurt. Um, helping those seriously injured in Colorado for more than 25 years, Baxter and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They've won over $1 billion for their clients. They also have neighborhood offices in Denver, Aurora, Englewood, and Fort Collins. So no matter where you're located across the front range, Baxter and Shanker, they probably have an office, but they definitely have lawyers and staff members to help you out. 30 lawyers, more than 100 staff members at Bax and Shanker. Bax and Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrian trucks. They can even help you if you're injured at work. Give them a call 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Alrighty, the last guy we're going to be breaking down today, Peyton Watson. Let me give you guys the stat line. He gets goes for 19 points a game in his two games. He only played two. I don't I kind of get the sense that he might be shut down. I mean, they I did, think he, he shut down. He aged out of summer league. I believe he shut down. It, they had two days off going into yesterday's game, so it wasn't like they needed extra rest or anything. So they're like, they're like, we gotta get eyes on Funk. <laughs> we gotta get people oh, out of guy. How do we single this we guy gotta, out? No, man. we gotta get Mark Smith some extra looks at the rim. Yes. <laughs> oh man, his back-to-back block <laughs> volleyball block shots was like uh, that was the low point twice in a row. He goes to, to be the fair, rim. To like, be fair to Funk, to be fair to Funk, it's just that his name is Funk. It's hilarious. Yeah. Well, also, maybe Tash Sherman can get some minutes. Uh, get some from this next game. Tash, we're off yeah, the rails. Tash Whittington. Peyton Watson, nineteen. Tash Whittington. Tash Whittington. I can't believe I screwed up Greg Whittington last night. I actually can't believe you screwed that up. <laughs> I, I can't do it. It's Greg, not Mark. <laughs> Mark Whittington. <laughs> Peyton Watson, 19 points per game. Shot 52% from the field. Now, he did just make one three out of five attempts, 20%. Um, but he kind of got a little bit of other stats. Three and a half rebounds, a little lower than I would have liked to have seen. He did go for one and a half steals, one and a half blocks. Peyton Watson played hard. He had moments of pop. I'm well publicized that I'm a little bit more mixed on his game, I think, than than, than some people. But the skill set is really there. It's just a question of how quickly can he get to the parts of his skill set, how quickly can he unlock them. I think he has a lot of development ahead. And he, of all the players on the real Nuggets, I think is in a tight spot. He needs to develop, but he can't be an anchor on the team. Mm-hmm. It's a tough spot to be in. I don't know after watching these two games if I feel better. I don't think I feel worse, but I don't think I also feel better about Peyton Watson and what role he'll play with the Nuggets. But that's just kind of my read. I mean, he's still remains to me an enigma heading into training camp. I expected him to dominate Summer League. That's what I went to Summer League thinking. Peyton Watson should dominate. Second year guy, you know, he looked okay in Summer League last year. I thought he looked pretty good for not really playing in college. Then, you know, he has the spurt at the end of the season. You're like, okay, like this, this could be a guy. I wouldn't call what he did at Summer League dominant, though. I, I don't think he dominated. He absolutely flashed, though. Yeah, he absolutely showed the upside and, and showed how he can make a big impact on the Nuggets next season. And I liked what I saw mostly, you know, in two games. But I'd agree, man. I think there is still some uncertainty there in terms of, like, can this guy be Christian Brown of next year? Right. You know, I think that's still up for debate. Is he a player? Yes, I think he is. Is he going to be a player in this league? Absolutely, 100%, I think. But, like, next year, can he be Christian Brown? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. So he said he's more of a flasher than a dominator. What do you think? 
I would say both are a minimum misdemeanor. <laughs> the, I agree, though. There is a difference between flashing and dominating. There is a, a like flashing is potential, dominating means realized potential. Uh, we didn't see him be as dominant as you mentioned, as I expected. I really thought he was just going to de- just decimate summer league. Uh, we've seen players that are decimating summer league, and he's not amongst them. Um, but, but he did make it on the too good for summer league list, though. Make- but this is kind of these, one of these things where you're like, are we, am I too close to this? Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, Possibly. Because other people. I've, I've thought about this a lot other myself. Other people looking in yeah. are able to see him as a summer league player. Right. Yeah. It's like, as a summer, we're like, oh, can he be our starting one? <laughs> no, yeah, well, we need him to be the backup. I mean, that's, I think, a lot of it is we yeah. are carrying the baggage of what does he need to be? He kind of needs to be the Nuggets' seventh man. Yeah. Christian the sixth, he needs to be the seventh. But in that in that way, like, like last year, that was what Jeff Green. Can he do what Jeff Green did, which is like it, last year it was Christian point. Brown. But okay, so let's say he takes that spot. Maybe it opens up to an eight man. Whatever. Point being, like, um, is he able to do at least it replicate the production we got out of a guy that we thought was reasonable on the production end for the Denver Nuggets that was enough to get them a title? Can he do what Jeff Green does? Did yes, easily, no question. He could be such an improvement on that. He, he could be. Significantly better Significantly, than Jeff Green next like season. the amount of he should be just like from a defensive standpoint in summer league. I was like he's kind of getting blown by more than I would like, more than I would expect. Um, sometimes he's a little flat-footed, you know. Like I don't know that that's going to be a thing that he is tasked with. Like more often than not, I feel like I'd have to. I didn't rewatch, but like. I felt like he was matched up against a smaller, faster guy in those instances. Um, But the larger point is this, like Peyton Watson looked poised. Peyton Watson looked like a guy. Peyton Watson looked like he was very comfortable with the attention being on him. He made some ridiculous plays in summer league that were like, bro, you can never do that again uh, with a Nuggets uniform on. Or else you're going to get like shut down from summer league. Like Michael Malone will shut you down so fast if you try to do that ISO or if you pull up and shoot that, like, I still don't know what he does on offense. I still have no idea. I, like, I don't feel good about his shot at all. Um, I do feel good at, about him as a slasher and a finisher to yeah, a point. Yeah, me too. Uh, but, like, I don't, his shot doesn't mean anything to me at this point. Like, and I hope that either he develops it more or we just move away from it entirely. Like, there's guys that you just don't shoot from outside, you know? Um, but I... I mean, there's nothing that I saw that doesn't that deterred me from the idea that Peyton Watson is destined to be a defensive, you know, like playmaker. At least, like, yeah, he's going to be a guy that, that you and a playmaker. The defensive playmaker is different than like defensive stopper. Yes, I think he's a defensive playmaker. Right, I steals, blocks, runouts. A super athletic, makes defensive-minded plays. guy is can be just as valuable as an offensive-minded one. Because so. Christian Brown is, I think, probably both, but he's mostly a sh- like a good, you know, he's he's going to guard guys, man. He's going to shut mm-hmm. them down and bottle them up. KCP's yeah. that way. I think Peyton Watson will be more of a disruptor. Bruce Brown was a disruptor more than a shutdown guy. Yeah, And I think totally. Peyton's more of that. Totally, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think all things considered, you know, there were some good things here. The pressure is going to be on him. I, I, one thing I do wonder is last year, I think going into the year, he knew – you're a redshirt year, man. We're going to yeah. bring you along. You got the first round draft pick. You know, everything's like perfect. This year, I imagine he's thinking, 
I'm going to play and I'm going to be a guy and I'm going to have an opportunity and I have self-belief that I'm going to become a key piece. The way Christian Brown won the adoration of the Nuggets fan base and everything, that's going to be me next year where I'm the guy everybody's hyped for with a little added dose of he has more potential than Christian Brown, we all think. I mean, because he has some of the... More athleticism. Yeah, longer. More more physical gifts. So I think he is anticipating that and I am curious to see what happens inevitably whenever there's ups and downs to that. There'll be moments when he's that's actualized, but there'll also be moments when it's like, why did I only play six minutes tonight? Why didn't I get to go back in in the second half? Is it because I had three turnovers and now I can't ever do that again? And I want to see how he handles that because I'm very impressed with Peyton Watson, the guy. Talking to him at Summer League and even talking to the people around, I'm very impressed. I think he's so very Snoop mature. <laughs> also <Snoop> very impressed. <laughs> so Snoop Dogg, well, I guess we'll talk about that tomorrow. He's on the Martha Stewart level, dude. He really is on the Martha Stewart level. No, but I'm impressed with him and how he carries himself, but he hasn't quite hit the adversity yet, in my opinion, that he's going to hit this next year. It's going to yeah. be a roller coaster for him, and I'm very curious to see how he handles it. Yeah, me too. All right, let's do it. Stock up or stock down on Piwat? I'm up. I am perfectly sideways on this one. That's You're just pointing both at me. Uh, I'm, I'm Eric. I'm, I'm still- up. I'm up because I can see it. Like, I can see how what he did at Summer League is directly translating to what he's going to be Definitely. asked to do for and the I, Nuggets I, next season. I anointed myself. The, I can see the vision. The number one P-Watt propagandist. So. Really? Number one? Yeah, you've stolen this from yeah. me. I know. I love how Eric just Over the claims course of the anything. Last two weeks. Guys, that's oh. my guy. He's a Jamal. The, he's guys. almost, he's almost as bad very, as you at claiming. My guys. No, <laughs> At least I confess that I'm, I'm not the guy. Jamal Murray guy. I'm the, the Jamal, Jamal Murray guy, guy. <laughs> on this podcast. Uh, everybody knows it. I claimed it loudly. Um, but so from that standpoint, like my propaganda campaign, my turned down a little bit like I am a little bit down from expecting like what you and I both expected for him to just be like a absolute beast in summer league which I do not think he was but I am very comfortable with him as a Nuggets I saw a comment somewhere I don't know if it was Twitter or Reddit but you know there's always the people on there that have conspiracy theories on the internet when I said I when I comped uh, Jalen Pickett to Jokic and just said and Andre Miller and all these different guys I saw somebody like tag me or something saying like Adam just parrots whatever he hears from the Nuggets and then just says it or this or that. No, he does not. (laughs) uh, No, I do not. And here, I'm going to give you an example. I told somebody at Summer League with the team that I was TBD on Peyton Watson, meaning I just don't know. I still have some things. The response was, are you effing blind? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what grade I gave him today, though? TBD. That's why I said both arrows. Because oh, to boy. me, I'm still like on Take the fence about it. Take that mystery person from the Nuggets. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll say the Nuggets definitely think they saw what they needed to see from P1 yeah, at Summer League. for sure. If we played this game with them, they'd be like 20 arrows upwards. Yeah. You know, they, they really like what they see. So I'm TBD, and, and I can't wait to be told how wrong I was. I hope so. I'm in a win-win right now because if he's good, that's yeah, great. You really are just hedging every bet here. Hedge every bet. Maybe that's how you do it. Uh, we got a couple Super Chats, Gail. <laughs> Who wants to read? I kept Thomas Shutter. Uh, Jess, welcome back. Just it's, received it's, it's the Golden Era book. Some shirts and stickers in the mail. Thanks for all the amazing work. The car is looking real smug now up Hell here. Yeah, dude. In uh, Western, Western New York. New York. <laughs> Let's go. I love that. All I the nuggets that. are good. <laughs> I love that. Dude. Love it. Turns out though, we have. We've opened up. If the summer league is part of the nuggets, we might have to amend the sentence. 
Uh, okay. Not every nugget is good. <laughs> at this exact moment in time. Yeah. Uh, TBD on uh, Taz Sherman. Maybe. Like, <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. Maybe. We just don't know. We don't have all the information. Uh, Joe in Philly. What up, Joe? Booty ball does sound kind of silly. I'm going with Tushy. Oh, yeah. 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 Way worse. That's way Tushy is definitely way worse. Than yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funky Puma. Top taco for the win. See you at Westminster City Park. Yeah. See you there, man. We'll see you there. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Throw us a like on the way out. This is my first time in the Studio B. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's good in here. Except for it's hot. I remember my first time (laughs) in Studio B. Let's go. It was last month. Good stuff, boys.